Don't try so hard. Just that kick, is you why. Just kick up your feet. Crack open a Zevia. <laughs> Eat some popcorn. Eat Tell some Rachel popcorn. that she stinks. Get a and massage. Record the podcast. And yeah, you just quit trying. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Connect Her podcast for female entrepreneurs that are ready to level up personally and professionally. Here at Connect Her, we believe you are always one connection away from your next life-changing opportunity. So buckle on up and join us as we connect you with the most sought-after experts who will be sharing their exact strategies and experiences that helped them reach success. We're your hosts, Sam Conaway and Rachel Haig. We are the brains behind Connector, which is not your typical boring pitch fest networking community. And we have transformed the lives of over 10,000 women through events, mentorship, and of course, connections. Let's dive in. Can I get a boo? Yeah. <laughs> Hey, hey, connectors, smelly Rachel in the house. Y'all, I just sat down to record. Sam and I were prepared. We even brought popcorn. Just kidding. Sam brought popcorn because we were going to get real and raw and deep with y'all today. We're ready to dive in and I get ready to go. I take my jacket off and Sam goes, (laughs) you guys, she smelled so bad. And Rachel has had an issue with <laughs> bodily odor before. We had a whole episode on BO. We, we were talking about burnout, but she has like the real BO. And I'm not saying that she's not clean. She's a clean person, but there's just times where you forget your deodorant. And she's just one of those people that forgets it more than others. <laughs> Listen, when you are an entrepreneur, you're grinding it out. You're also so living your passion. life. You also have four puppies at home. Sometimes you forget to put deodorant on. And that is not what happened today. What happened today is I am a gym girly. I am also a recovering bikini competitor. And when you do a bikini show, which Sam and I both just did a bikini show here recently... When you do a bikini show, you have to get a very obnoxious tan, like obnoxious tan. And they do this tan. You've probably seen our photos online and you're like, whoa, that's taking spray tanning to a whole nother level. But in why are you orange? (laughs) I took a picture with my family show day and I literally everybody was like smiling normal. And then you turn to me and all you see is my eyeballs and my teeth. (laughs) It was so uncomfortable. But the reason why in the bodybuilding industry they have us do this tan is so that you can see all of your muscle definition on stage under the heavy stage lighting. And so all competitors look equal because everybody has this crazy spray tan. Well, these spray tans turn green if you put deodorant on. So all competitors stage day are smelly, super smelly backstage because we don't want green armpits on stage. And this jacket that I wore today was also the same jacket I wore on show day and I forgot to wash it. And so I put my jacket on today and I went very many places in public today. So I cannot imagine how many people smelled me today. And you know what? You know what she did? You were the first one to tell me I I did. I told her. I was like, listen, that reeks. Like, you're not a good friend if you're not going to (laughs) tell someone that they're not smelly. Like, you have to tell your friend, like, girl, you smell. And the first thing she said was, hold on. Let me go put on cologne. (laughs) Because... I don't have 
I don't have perfume with me, but I have my boyfriend's cologne. So now <laughs> I have a jacket on that's like an extra large jacket covering up my armpits. I have doused myself in cologne. And connectors, we are ready to kick it off with an incredible <laughs> episode. Let's dive in. Today's episode is a episode from Content Day. It's one of our absolute favorite episodes to do because members of our community get to actually be on the podcast and ask your deepest, your juiciest questions. And so today's questions are all around growing on social media building a name, building your personal brand on social media around your business, which is one of our favorite things to talk about. So smelly and ready to go, we're going to dive into the first question. The first question is actually from Carly, who is an OG in the Connector community. She has been around since the probably Boss Babe days when we were Austin Boss Babes. Very beginning, the very or beginning. Or power. Yep. So go ahead and roll the clip from Carly. What would be one question that you could ask me to help me master my messaging and make my branding more succinct? Narrowing it down to just one question that we can ask you to help you master your messaging and make your branding more sufficient. Sam, what would be that one question? So this is going to be a little bit different because there's the obvious questions of, okay, what's your client avatar and how are you using their verbiage? And there's things like that. But what we want to actually take this question is to look deeper and deeper within. So how does your own values, how does your own belief systems actually reflect or influence the core message of your brand? That's the question we would ask you. When it comes to building a business, you ladies know, we know, we've been there, done that. Building a business is going to be the biggest life lesson over and over and over again. Building a business is going to teach you so much about yourself. And so if you don't feel good, if you don't feel like you are showing up in your belief system, in your core values every single day when you're working on your business, every single day when you pull out your phone to videotape and make content, then over time, building your business and serving your audience is not going to feel good. And if it doesn't feel good, they're going to be able to feel that energy too. So any business decision, even if that's nothing to do with social media, Sam and I always like to tune into our core values, our core beliefs. Does this business decision, does this social media post align with what we truly believe in, the life that we want to create for ourselves outside of business so that we make sure that our company and our messaging always aligns with the life that we want to live as founders? And when you're able to do that time and time again, you're going to love what you're doing and creating content isn't going to feel like work anymore because you're just sharing your life. You're just sharing you and your vibe will attract your tribe. And that will also help reflect into your audience and attract the right people into your audience time and time again. And when we see with our clients is the number one thing that comes up is comparison. If you're scrolling on social media and you see what Sally, Susan and Janet are doing to grow their business to six or seven figures and you are inspired by that, that's fantastic. But if you try and take their messaging and what their words are and what their feelings and their emotions are and you try to conform that to be yours, that's when the misalignment stops and that's when it's not coming authentically from you and that's where the emotion and the disconnect from your audience starts to happen. 
And I'd be lying if I said that isn't something that Rachel and I still run into every once in a while. We get so inspired by women that are doing amazing things in all of these different industries. We have to be careful, though, what is coming from us and what is the most authentic to our voice. And so you have to make sure your values, your belief systems are coming from you and your intuition and your heart versus trying to take that and outsource it from other people that you see on social media. And we're going to get into this in some of the next questions, but that's why it's so important to create more than you consume because you don't want to start to share other people's values and beliefs in your own content. You want your values, your beliefs to shine. And that's also going to make it easier for other people to not duplicate your content because nobody's going to be able to do it like you. Nobody's going to be able to connect with your audience the way that you do if you are staying strong in your own values. So to wrap it up, a question that everybody should journal on today is how does your own value and beliefs reflect or influence the core message of your brand? All right, let's go ahead and roll the clip of the next question. As a budding business owner, knowing that I'm going to be tremendously successful and being completely all in on what I'm doing, the question I have for Sam and Rachel, so important, is how to structure all of this. Like, you know, you've heard of batch creating content. Like, what times and days do I schedule outreach and prospecting and creation? And you guys have a podcast. Like, how do you do all that? Like, I need a schedule. I need you to download it into my head. I'm interested to see the answers that we have for you guys for this question because Sam and I both do social media very differently. The way that I do social media, the way that Sam does social media, and then the way that we have learned to do social media together on the connector page. So if you follow either of us on Instagram or you follow the connector page, you'll probably see very different things on my page, Sam's page, and then the connector page because we do what works best with us. Um, So I'm excited to share that. But first piece that I would have for you, and it goes exactly on what we just answered with Carly, is create more than you consume. Instead of sitting down and planning out every piece of content, how you want it to look, what are your hooks, what are this, what are that, just live and make your life the content. Do the things that align with your values. Do the things that make you feel like you and organically share that lifestyle. You know, a lot of people want to sit down and create content just for the business, speaking to the camera. And I think that's really beneficial. However, curated, fancy, and filmed is the old era of social media. The new era of social media is a lot of people just want to see genuineness. They just want to see lifestyle content. They want to see the person, the human behind the brand. So even on your business pages, people want to connect with who's the founder? What's the story? How did this company come to be? Why is the founder so passionate about what they do? And you as the founder of your brand, if you just pull out your phone and film yourself working with a client, film yourself doing a meeting, film yourself working on your product or you know developing the next launch. If you film every piece of the things that you do in your day-to-day and just organically share it, you're going to be able to connect with your audience and you're not going to be spending too much time in the planning phase with analysis paralysis overthinking your content. People want to see the real you, so just naturally share your life. And if you're living in your values, you're going to start to share your values on social media like we talked about with Carly. Sam, what is your take? So there's a ton of obvious social media platforms, and I really like to focus on the one 
that I feel the best in. And for me, that's inside of Facebook groups. And I do the thing that is constantly working for me. So what I see gets the most amount of engagement and then what also feels the most genuine and what also like gets people's heartstrings and and really get to share the stories of what's going on behind the scenes in life as well. So that's where my favorite place to share content along with writing emails too. And I get the most creative because your newsletter, your email list, that's something that you get to own. And so when you're writing and when you're sitting down, and I'm not talking about inputting something into ChatGBT, I'm talking about your voice and your words. Sure, ChatGBT is great. I think it's great for cleaning things up, but I think your words and your voice is so important. And so what time of day do you feel the most creative? Or maybe it's after you dance or maybe it's after you cook or maybe it's after you go for a walk. So for me in the mornings, as soon as I wake up, that's when my mind starts to be the most creative. And that's when I want to pour my attention into what we call copywriting. And so writing your stories or writing your journaling or writing content ideas and then piggybacking off of Rachel, once you have that creative flow, then just go and implement it throughout the day and really just don't try that hard. To be honest, the first probably 100 newsletters that I put out, basically 90% of the time there was spelling errors. This was before ChatGBT. There was, I could have downloaded Grammarly, but I didn't. <laughs> we would get emails back all the time like, you spelt this wrong or this sentence isn't right. And you know what? I took it with a grain of salt. They're probably right. And I know there's people out there that, you know, th- that they care a lot about that. And I just don't. Um, for me, it was more important to get the email, to get the content out. I you know, could care less if there was a punctuation error. So don't try so hard to try and perfect everything similar to like a reel that you put out. If it completely flops, you get 10 views. Who cares? Like move on to the next one and do another one. Um, because the ones that typically you don't try as hard on normally are the ones that actually do the best. Definitely, definitely. And that goes into, let's say you are wanting to time block out time where you actually film, you know, educational reels or you're recording a podcast or things like that for your business. Don't do it when you don't want to. If you have a time block on your schedule for filming content and then you get to that hour of your day and you're like, I have no motivation to film right now, don't do it because I really believe in energy and audience can feel that. Your audience can feel if you didn't want to roll out that content or if you spent hours on it or if it burnt you out. So make sure that you are, like Sam said, when you're writing, you're in your most creative state. If you are time blocking out time to film, like make that day, everything else can't bug you. Everything else is not a problem. We're not putting out other fires in the business. You're just focused on content so you can have the presence around the thing that you're doing when you are time blocking. But yeah, don't try so hard. Don't try so hard. That kick, is you why. You just kick up your feet, crack open a Zevia, <laughs> eat some popcorn, eat tell some Rachel popcorn, that she stinks, get a and massage, record the podcast. And yeah, you just quit trying. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're going to roll the next clip, which is from Britt. Britt is a member of ours and an expert circle mastermind member of ours as well. Let's hear what Britt has to say. How do you put together your content so quickly and easily and just let it flow so you can just get it out all the time and you can create more content and build your following? 
All right. So Britt and Alicia had very similar questions. So we kind of already hit on this. But one thing I would say, Britt, is your vibe is going to attract your tribe. When it comes to building your following, if your following is not growing, if you are not building an audience, building a community around your business, it probably means that you are not 100% aligning with your values. You're probably taking a message from something else that you heard. You're probably showing up as a different version of you in every post. And so I'd really lean back into that values question of like, who am I and how can I make sure I'm showing up in that in every single post? So your vibe attracts your tribe. And once you get in the flow with being you in your content, you're going to start to attract the people that are aligned in that flow. But I wanted to go a little bit deeper for you specifically, Britt, when it comes to, let's say you do need to sit down, you do need to roll out some content, and you specifically want to focus on a business targeted content. So for us, this would be content that we're rolling out on the connector page or content that is, you know, sales emails, things that are going to generate revenue. How do we structure that and how can we make sure we're the most efficient with that time? Sam, do you want to roll out some launch plan? Yeah, so we actually did an entire episode on creating an active launch plan around your business. So if you are looking to launch some sort of product service or just your business in general or an event or your podcast or an episode, literally anything that is big news to your audience, I would recommend listening to that episode because there's five stages of an active launch strategy that we follow every single time. So I know it's it's fun to talk about not trying so hard and, you know, just let it flow and just be you. But there's also a time where planning does have an importance and have a place and have a strategy backed behind it as well. That is something that's going to be consistent. So you start to know what your numbers are going to look like for your sales and your metrics and things like that that are trackable. So as much as we love the flow state of just, you know, find your creativity, we also do apply structure to this as well. And so I'll give you the quick five stages of an active launch plan, just so you're aware. And then I would really recommend going in and listening to that episode because we also provide you with a free checklist as well to make sure you hit on everything during your active launch. So the first stage is really about building anticipation. And you can still get creative on all of these different things. So it's really showing behind the scenes, getting people excited. The second stage is having a hook. What a hook is, is it's, it's basically an email grab or something that captures their information, but you're providing value along the way. So something that you can give, it feels like a gift, but that you're getting information along the way that helps you then create a, a warmer lead. And then the third phase is actually the active launch. So what to say, how to save it, and how to launch your business properly or your event or whatever it is in the best way possible. And then the third phase is close cart. When people think that they have access to you or your product or your offer at all given times, then a lot of times they don't make a decision quick enough. So that close cart gives them time to make that urgent decision if they want to work with you or not. And then FOMO, so the testimonials start to roll in and who you're working with and things like that. Um, We give so many examples of each of these stages, so I really recommend going back and listening. But to answer your question, you can be free and flowing, but in the means of that structure as well too. And when we first started doing launches, creating content took us a really long time. It was full meetings of Sam and I sitting down and assessing 
who is our client, who is our customer, who is our client avatar, how do they speak, what verbiage do we want to use, how do we want to launch this event, how do we talk about our venues, how do we talk about our partners, how do we talk about our events. And then over time, we started to take this launch plan that we have that whole podcast episode on and build a template around it. And now you'll see if you're a part of our community, every single time we launch an event, it's in a very similar way. Every single time we talk about certain things, it's in a very similar way. And it works every single time. You'll also see Sam and I share the behind the scenes of how we have hundreds of inquiries about every event that we launch. And the reason why is we built that template, we built that launch plan. And now that we've done it time and time again, it's super easy for us to roll out content. So in the beginning, I would build your templates, figure out what works for your audience, and then do that over and over again. And content is going to become easy over time. Eventually, it's going to take a couple minutes. You're going to know what to post. It's going to be an easy, okay, I can schedule this all out in an hour and not have to focus on content ever again once you have the flow of what works with your audience. All right, next, we are going to roll into the last question for today. Go ahead and roll the clip. So my question is, is, do you guys help with older people such as myself who are not great at social media? And do you give like tips and tricks and and classes and things like that on how to be better? You could be 50. You could be 100. You could be 30. You could be 10. You could be 12. It doesn't matter. But yes, we help all generations with social media if you have the right business, the right structures in mind and all of the different pieces, but we definitely do have lots of resources. One being the podcast. So listening into our podcast, like we said before, we have an entire podcast on launch. We have an entire podcast with Jara talking about social media marketing. Um, so this would be the first step. So you're already there. But hey, Sam, can you uh, tell them how we could help them out if they need a little help with social media? <laughs> Yeah, I'll, uh, I'll give them a little sum-sum. <laughs> uh, yeah, so if you are looking for more of that deeper support, we do have a ton of free resources. However, if you need a little bit more of that accountability, if you kind of like a step-by-step proven system to really work through, then Rachel and I provide an amazing mastermind experience. Um, we really work with mostly women that are coaches, course creators, Um, But building community around your business, what we found in our journey is it is so important to have a group of people that are talking about your business. It is so great for you to sell it on your own. And we love that. And we teach how to do the back end, the front end, all of the different styles of sales. However, what we found is having other people sell for you and talk about their experience because they had such a great experience working with you and they're the ones bringing people into your community and into your program, that is going to be the most powerful thing that really skyrockets your growth. So uh, what we really focus on in the expert circle is how to make that happen for you. So what we can do today for all y'all listening is we have a link below. We don't offer this a ton, but if you really want to learn how community can support you and grow your business, go ahead and click that link and you can schedule a time to chat with our team and we will give you a free consult call and see where it goes. Yes, yes, yes. Well, like we said in the beginning, these episodes are our absolute favorite because we get to actually speak with and hear from our community, answer questions that you guys have. So 
On that note, please, please, please DM us more questions that we can answer for y'all on the podcast. We want to make sure that we are curating these episodes to really hit you with the resources that you need. We don't want to add to the noise. We want to meet you where you're at and serve you the best. So thank you to Carly, Alicia, Britt, and Lori for sharing with us today. I like this episode. We talked about social media. We talked about my body odors. We talked about our bodybuilding and our tan. We were real with y'all. And uh, we will see you guys in the next episode. You're going to see them? We're going to see them. She's going to see you. I am looking through the speakers. When you are driving (laughs) in your car, sipping on your coffee, one eye open on the road, one eye on your phone. You're smelling something stinky right now. (laughs) Listening to the podcast. I can see you through the speakers. (laughs) I'm always watching. (laughs) Mike Wazowski. (laughs) (laughs) Peace out, guys. Thanks for tuning in to the Connect Her podcast. We are your hosts, Sam and Rach. If you enjoyed this episode and would like to show your support, make sure to connect your friends with your favorite episode, leave a review, and download that favorite episode for later. And remember, you're always one connection away. We'll catch you in the next episode.